Hello, this is Victor Nyauchi listening to Clubhouse and Podcast. Not that cricket. It's uh, my name is Larry Kudera. It's the Clubhouse End Podcast. We're back again. I know we took a break because, uh, you know, you know, because you know, because didn't want to have conversations. <laughs> I was suicidal after Zimbabwe failed to qualify again. So, it was so weird. I couldn't get anyone because I don't want to be the one who goes. I, I, I refuse to have this podcast be one of those places where I'm the only guy talking because I did that before and I got some very good numbers, but I just really loved the fact that I'm talking to people who get the technical aspects. Cause I, I know the technical aspects, but it's like weird when you're just the only one talking. So I've got Dalizam Tambanazo. TC, what's up? What's up, Larry? What's How are you? Favorite people. I got to do Habana the other day. I was in bed. It was asking me to go to club while I'm in bed. But let's talk about cricket. We just saw an amazing match. Oh, amazing two days of matches. It's like, one of the things I enjoyed was watching, um, because other people, is, there's expectation. Antum Nagvi. Uh, those are the two innings I want to talk about. Antum Nagvi and, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Brian Bennett. From the batting end. What do you your impression? Uh, I think that you've missed one out as well. Antum Nagvi, Brian Bennett, and Nicholas Welsh. That was an incredible, yeah, Nicholas Walsh was incredible. Even if you look at the 32 of 9 from, um, well, 32 of 11, I beg your pardon, from uh, Wesley Madeveri yesterday. Oh, but I, I, the interesting thing about Wesley Madeveri is an incumbent. <laughs> we know he's going to be picked to play for Zimbabwe because okay, so, uh, okay. he's one of those. But I, th- I think the, the interesting stories for me are the guys on the fringe looking to get in. And I, those, are, those are the three names that I mentioned. I have a surprise package. I know that... Uh, um, I was blown away tonight by a kid called Aisha Chibanda. I'd seen him play. I knew he could hit, really knew he could strike it cleanly. But I just didn't realize just how potent he actually could be at this sort of standard, you know, at this level and, and, and at this standard. So he looks like he could be one. Has to be managed right. And looking at the batting, because we just talk about Anton Nagfi. Anton Nagfi has made public that he wants to play for Zimbabwe. Well, I didn't know much of him until um, recently and very organized player, looks very good. I like his um, composure when he's batting. I like his technique and I'm very happy to hear that he wants to play for Zim. I think there is a space for him if um, the selectors do want to include him. Successor for Sikander Raza? Well, I don't think Sikander Raza's got plans of going anywhere at the moment. I'm not talking about immediately. No. I'm not saying that Sikander Raza should retire now. I'm just saying... The kid is like 25 or something. That's what I meant by successor. Uh, yeah, def- definitely. I, you know, it's a funny thing that, because I was saying something similar yesterday when I spoke to uh, Stanley Chorza and I were having a t- talk about it uh, during the commentary we're doing. But I really think, I know that he's already got a first class 100, did play for, if I'm correct, it should be Southern Rocks. He got a first class 100 for them. 
and then no, you, you played for um, the one from Midlands, Rhinos. Midwest yeah. Rhinos, yeah. So he's got a first class hundred already for them. So he, he's already and, and it, it also shows commitment that is coming playing club cricket before, and he goes through th- through the season. Then it's, it's going to make it difficult for anyone to say no. Yeah, and I, and I totally agree. And, and and the thing is, you know what we, what we like is guys who are have clarity of purpose, and that is the best way I can describe Antum Nakfi. He's decided he wants to play cricket. He wants to play international cricket, and he'll play it for Zimbabwe. And I think it's a good thing. Because he's not saying if, but maybe no. He's saying like Zimbabwe. And like I said, I honestly, what I've seen of him, he is good enough. He's got what it takes. Obviously, everyone can tweak a few things in their game, but I think he's special and uh, we should accommodate him. My question now is like, can we talk about Takashi? Uh, sorry, Tashingam Seki was final over yesterday. Yeah, that's another one. I, I have a problem with Tashingam Seki's bowling, personally. I think he's got a slightly suspect action. Okay. And I think that the higher up he goes, he's going to get caught. Okay, but that is a personal opinion. Okay, but he did bowl a very, very good over, final over in that game yesterday. Yorkers are very difficult, though. No, they are. But I, again, we I, I had the, the the privilege of interviewing him after that bowling spell. And he just said it's something that we practice, something we work hard on. And it's just we just focus on the process and the process worked out. So, he, and I was impressed by how eloquent he is. He's such so well-spoken. Really, really thoughtful as a, as, a, as a speaker. One of the nicest interviews I've, I've done through this NPL. Although, of course, is when he talks, he's, there's very short sentences. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, you have to ask open-ended questions. You've taught me this, <laughs> you know. So. Sorry, you just threw that back at me. Yes, I taught you that. So he's talking to the, the master. Talking. <laughs> you did a good job. So what I'm going to ask next is to say, look, uh, we know who the finalists are. A lot of people are going to say Uprising are the, are the favourites. Yes, Takashi Ngatu finished at the top of the log. But um, if we're going to talk about it in football terms, uh, Uprising have bought well. Yeah, they have. Well, before I answer that, I think I'm happy that it wasn't a Takashinga 1, Takashinga 2 final. That would have been a little bit boring. So I'm happy that another team stepped up. Sad that the Gladiators couldn't, having had two shots at uh, making it to the final. Um, I don't think Uprising are the favourites. I think Takashinga 2 will give it to them, but uh, a lot will rest on the guys we spoke on earlier, um, Nick Welsh, Brian Bennett, and the, the youngster Aisha Chibanda. I think he's going to have a big say. When I look at, uh, the, you know, uh, Uprising, they've got more international experience in their team than Takashinga 2. And also Takashinga 2, it kind of feels like the team where they're like, ah, you're there. You know what I I think the trump card top uprising have is I've never seen Luke Jongwe as engaged on a cricket field as he is when he's actually leading a team. Mm, I've been very very true. impressed by just the presence he exudes on a field. He's bowled well. He's given Aisha Chibanda opportunities ahead of himself to finish games, and I think that's a sign of a really really maturing no maturing man. There have been some questions about his maturity in the past, but just some signs that I've seen throughout the, the last three day, two days. It just suggests to me that, oh, wait, we might have, I might have misunderstood Luke Jungle just a little bit. A lot of people keep talking a lot about, and I've seen any conversation I've had, is about how the other team is so much better. But what is the trump card for Takashi? Takashi got two. 
I think Takashinka have a, like a level of self-belief and inevitability. They believe that they are the best, the strongest club. No, side. we're talking about cricket in terms. You, no, get, I, you I talked mean, about cricket I, in terms for, for uh, you know, for... I, I, I made a, an emotional statement that Luke Jongwe is a leader, is a talisman. But I'm saying, what is it that about Takashinka too? Because we, we can see the Arsenal that... Uh, Arsenal Football Club. I'm not putting it out there, but <laughs> we can see the Arsenal that uh, uprising have. What is it that Takashinga two have that's going to make them amazing? And they could win. Can they win this one? The, the I, I can't see it happening. I can't see Takashinga beating this. I can't see many like first class teams in Zimbabwe come. Like you get Nationalland Eagles. Missing a couple of the players who play for them who are playing for Uprising today. Oh, yes, I understand. But what I'm saying is that what context, speaking from an analysis point of view, what context could they win? Oh, I don't know. Like, it, it's got to be a bad day. It's got to, uh, Uprising you have to. It's a whitewash. Uh, well, I, I, I just can't see. They've just been so convincing to me, particularly under, under light the last couple of days. They finished third in the league, by the way. I understand that. But what I, but I'm just trying to say is I that, that. Uh, you, uh, like I said right at the beginning, is that the only team that Takashi got two have lost to is Uprising. So it's not a it's not a glowing, uh, you know, um, Takashi got uh, Uprising lost two matches in the tournament. So what I'm just what, why I'm asking this question is that moving away from the infatuation with. The, what uh, what uprising have? What do Takashinga two have to do to win this particular tournament? Well, if they both first, I think they're going to have to put so much pressure on Nick Walsh, especially. Um, but then again, there's uh, Takuza Nashikaitano who found some form today, so they're going to need to pay some attention on him as well. Obviously, Brian Bennett, we've spoken about them. If they feel first, they need to be very accurate in their lines, their lengths. They need to field well. They need to back their bowlers, and if they bat first, they need to go over 200, definitely. And if they bat first, then if, say for example, Stefan Joao goes and has that crazy run event that he had. If you had Antum Nagvi, goes and has a crazy run event. You've got players that are in Takashikatu who can make run. Their middle order is not that great, but... Experienced. Just inexperienced. But they can actually put some stuff together. So the question is, what is the context in which Takashinga 2 can win this? You see, for me, player, player for player, uh, I think thing, uh, what Cephas Joao can do this, a player in uh, Uprising who can do that. What Antum Nakvi can do with bat and ball, there's a player in um, Uprising can do that. We've seen Christopher Mpofu. Christopher Mpofu has bowled quicker now than I saw him bowl at the end of his career tonight. There's a couple of deliveries out there that were quicker than he was bowling when he was in a red jersey for Zimbabwe. So you, are you suggesting that he should come back for Zimbabwe? Uh, I, I said that to him. I asked him the question. And he said no. You had the, and he said no. He says, listen, I've just given an interview about this one. He was quite stroppy about it. But that's a, so before we go, just yeah. just go. Your prediction is Uprising wins it. Mm. I think, and, and, and it's not going to be easily, but I think Uprising are, are going to win it. And I, and I think it's, it's largely because I don't think Cephas Joao is going to be allowed to dominate the opening passages of play. I think Christopher Mpoff is just too good a, a cricketer to allow that to happen because he's got to be allowed to do that. TC, your point? Uprising. Close Uprising. Uprising. Uprising is what everybody says here. I'm going to be... 
Amri contrarian and no. behind there, here behind is Clive Madandi shouting there, which right at the end of, uh, we're actually st- standing on the ground where the players play. Uh, oh, just the way players play. Did I just say that? <laughs> but, uh, just know that tomorrow or rather on Saturday, there's going to be a cricket match. The final is between, uh, uprising against Takashinga 2. Takashinga 2 qualified directly and, uh, they need 24, well, 18 hours to prepare themselves as uh, uprising to play the next match. I just think that there is going to be something weird that's going to happen in this match. But let me say that, you know that uh, St. Flo is going to be performing and it's going to be yours. It's going to be uh, Shinsoman. It's going to be performing. And before the whole match, come through in the afternoon because of the women's match that's happening between two, uh, that starts at 2 p.m., I got Luke Jongwe walking past this. This is so great to happen. Only time that Luke Jongwe is ever serious is when I have him on the camera. Right now he's smiling very well. But, uh, just go onto our platforms, three men on the boat on, on X, three men on the boat on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. It's, uh, three mob.com. The three is a digit. Mob.com is everything else as you hear it. So take care of yourself and the people that love. I'm going to say thank you very much once again to, uh, uh, it's really always a pleasure to do this with you, Larry. And uh, TC, first time ever. Loved it, Larry. Look forward to doing it again. Larry Kuerara here. Take care of yourself as a safe where I come from. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 